Update, brought to you by Simcox Advocates. Advising businesses and families since 1949. Visit simcox.com or call 690-300. Manx Radio's Update with Andy Wint. Pastor Mai, good evening at half past five. This is update for Friday, 2nd of February, 2024 from Manx Radio. 30 minutes looking at the latest news on the Isle of Man. Background to that news and sport and business and sea watch and travel updates and the newsmakers in person. This evening, the government culture has to work to improve, says the Chief Minister. The rate roundup, spoiler alert, none of them have gone down. Isle of Man Meats is recalling more beef. Manx residents stung for £850,000 by scammers. And the Ravens face a French international tomorrow evening. Man Venom for all your business and legal needs. First of all, at 29 minutes ahead of six o'clock, the update news headlines. Fast am I, Siobhan Fletcher. Fast am I. Brad and Commissioners has increased its rates by over 30%, the most of any local authority on the island. The increase to 351 pence in the pound is due to very difficult challenges the local authority says it's faced, including general inflationary pressures, as well as paying off loans for its new community centre. Port St Mary Commissioners is putting its rate up by 2.5%. The local authority there says it's created a budget of practicality and is keeping the rate as low as possible. Isle of Man Meats has been told to dispose of and recall more of its beef. It's after an investigation by the Department of Environment, Food and Agriculture identified concerns with certain processing practices. Further afield, a girl and a boy who murdered teenager Brianna Jai have been given minimum jail terms of 22 and 20 years. Scarlett Jenkinson and Eddie Ratcliffe, who are both 16, carried out what a judge has called a frenzied and ferocious attack on the transgender schoolgirl near Warrington last February. Thousands of jobs are expected to go at Tata Steel as it announces it's restructuring its business. The company's already said its plans to close its blast furnaces in Port Talbot in South Wales. And two people dressed only in towels have rescued a couple whose car became submerged in Norway yesterday. The half-naked heroes were on a floating sauna when it happened. There your headlines, news at six. Secure tomorrow today with Man Benham's guidance on powers of attorney and more. Manx Radio Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing. Jeremiah, thank you, Siobhan, from the Ronaldsway Met Office. Uh, the weather, there is a strong wind warning in operation for the North Irish Sea. State of Sea is moderate. Uh, the weather this evening, cloudy, with patchy drizzle coming in on the strong to west uh, and southwesterly. Mostly dry overnight, minimum 8 degrees. And for Jassan, Saturday dry with bright intervals in a moderate west-southwesterly. Top temperature is 10 degrees. Um, dry Saturday evening, then rain through the night. Lowest temperature 7. And for Jaduni, patchy rain at first, then a dry and bright afternoon on a strong southwest wind. High temperature 10 Celsius. Tides on the way out. Low waters 21 minutes after 10 tonight. High tide 28 minutes before 5 tomorrow morning. Sunrise is at three minutes past eight and the morning low water at 11 a.m. Manx Glass and Glazing can supply and install single, double and triple glazing. Call 674-573 or visit the showroom on the Snugborough Trading Estate. 
It's a big time of year for local authorities. The majority of the authorities have published their rates for the next financial year. They were all set by the 31st of January. Our local democracy reporter, Emma Draper, has been looking at developments. Braddon commissioners have put out the biggest percentage increase in their general rates at 30%. It says the rise to 351 pence in the pound is due to very difficult challenges, including general inflationary pressures, as well as paying off loans for its new community centre. Chair Andrew Jessup said the charges remain low than seven other authorities and are considerably less than eastern neighbours Douglas and Onken. He says the board has taken a cautious approach to estimating income from the roundhouse and some of the increases in costs have been driven by the actions of government departments. Elsewhere, Garth commissioners put its rates up by 14%, closely followed by Douglas, whose rates rose by 12%. Residents in the capital pay the most in rates at 573 pence in the pound, followed by Ramsey, who set theirs at 495 and Onken at 411. Douglas Council leader Claire Wells says they need to provide sustainability for the future while keeping one eye on the current situation. She also says she's committed and focused on delivering essential public services. Some local authorities can also increase the refuse rates whilst keeping the general rate low. Peel commissioners, for example, increased the refuse charge by £34 to £257 per household and Castletown commissioners upped theirs by 8.9% to £220. The Western Authority increased its rates by 3 pence to £270 in the pound, which Commissioner Ray Harmer said was down to prudent spending in the past, whilst the Southern Authority increased its rate by 32 pence to 388 pence in the pound, citing waste management fees and supporting the increased rate for the Southern Swimming Pool. The only local authority with no change is Maloo Commissioners, with a rate which has stood at 199 pence in the pound for the last three years. The Chief Minister says he's confident in progress to improve the culture within government, but admits there's still work to do after the conclusion of the Rosalind Ranson Tribunal. Alfred Cannon at MHK promised to address the issue. I set out a number of critical reaction points to that tribunal when it when it was progressing and you know those points included non-executive directors in government they included changing the profile and structures around the chief secretary creating chief executive officer role putting more accountability at the top creating an operations performance board looking at the hr human resources contribution and what was going on in in that respect i would say we've made some really good progress and you know along the way proactively the former interim chief executive officer, the current chief executive officer, really have looked to start engaging more comprehensively across the workforce. So it is work in progress, but we are delivering on the commitments that that we made. I think there's still, again, there's work to do. I'm not going to shy away from that. But our achievements today is to put in place the foundations to deliver more effective outcomes. And I think this is the important thing. What we want is is, is a motivated, committed workforce who are delivering the best possible outcomes comes for the public that we look after and, and serve on a daily basis. In a workforce of seven and a half thousand plus people across a wide range of disciplines and service areas, there's always going to be problems, I guess. I don't think you're ever going to have an absolutely perfect environment. I think the critical point is though, that when we find those problems, where we recognize them, that we try to do something about it. And you know, that, that's my aim and my ambition. And, and, you know, there's always a lot to do. And I guess the other critical point is to make sure we are investing some time in our people but also that our leaders and and managers are also getting the proper support and the right training as well to ensure that they are trained properly to look to look after people update 
Brought to you by Simcox Advocates. Advising businesses and families since 1949. Visit Simcox.com or call 690-300. Isle of Man Meats has been told to dispose of and recall some more beef. It's after an investigation by DEFA, the Department of Environment, Food and Agriculture, identified concerns with certain processing practices. Deputy DEFA Minister Michelle Haywood, MHK. It's been a well-publicised problem that happened at the plant over Christmas period where we had some meat that it wasn't safe to go out for consumption. And environmental health, which is a function of, of DEFA and involved in regulating what goes on in the food production sector, went into the plant and they've identified some further concerns about some of the processing that was going on there. We've got no evidence that it's actually caused anyone to be ill or anything like that, just that they've identified some stuff that's not quite best practice and they're working through with the plant to improve the quality and the safety of the product. I can see how it looks from the consumer point of view. It, it comes really hot on the heels of, of you know, quite a well-publicised problem. However, this is a separate issue. And what I'd like to do is reassure people that you know, environmental health are taking this very seriously. Obviously, they're talking to the, the management of the plant and who are also responding in a, an equally appropriate way. And actually, this is all about just making sure that the quality is, is guaranteed. Obviously, farmers will have still been paid for animals that they've taken to the meat plant. It'll be the meat plant's losses to, to bear in this regard that they can't then sell that, that product. On. I hope this is a, a one-off bit, but I genuinely won't know until the trained officers have been through you know, every step of the, the processes that they're checking now. DEFA will be obviously reporting back on what's been found, so we're not trying to hide anything here. I want to reassure people this is being done in an open and transparent way. That's why I'm talking to you today. You know, It's not being swept under the carpet or anything like that, but being quite obvious and open about we've identified some problems. We're working with the plant to address them, and they're working with, with us to, to go through that. And once we've got to the end of that process, will be able to report back. 20 to 6 this Friday evening, live from Douglas Head in the Isle of Man on Manx Radio. This is Update. FC Isle of Man's latest test tomorrow sees them welcome Skelmersdale United, a team now managed by ex-Premier League and France international player Pascal Chimbonda. While the visitors currently sit bottom of the NWCFL Premier Division, Ravens boss Paul Jones has emphasised how crucial it is that his side avoids any complacency tomorrow night. It's hugely important. You know, they're a good side you know they've got lots of attacking threat and the way that they're set up is to to make the use of the pace and the skill and the the qualities they've got in their attacking players and um, if any team takes a game against them for granted they're likely to find themselves on the on the wrong end of the score so yeah it's it's one where we've really got to prepare as, as we always do and, and make sure we're our very best I'm not someone who gets particularly starstruck in those sort of things as far as I'm concerned it's another manager and another player if he plays and we've got to do our best to to make sure we, we dominate um, in and out of possession and win a game of football but yeah I'm sure if he's coming to the island and he's on the pitch it might generate a little bit more interest than normal and I, I hope a lot of people come down and, and, and take the opportunity to come and watch a former Premier League player and, and World Cup player certainly when we have the, have the ball and in possession of the ball is improving and we need to kind of double down on that and just you know generally take that energy and uh, enthusiasm for the game that we've clearly shown in the last two fixtures and, and keep that going going um, and, and keep building that momentum that we're, we feel like we've started to build. So so yeah, uh, 
Um, more of the same, really, and, and that's r- very difficult to do in this division because the teams we play against, uh, every single one of them is capable of beating every, all the others. So, you know, it's a, it's, it's a challenge, but um, it's one that we're, we're capable of rising to and, and one I expect us to, to do on Saturday. I think the lads are getting something from their efforts. I think at times we've probably played better in some of the games we've lost this season, but we've not finished those games off. And what we have done the last kind of couple of games and also with the Bursco game is, is play well, minimise the mistakes in the in the defensive half of the pitch and, and take our chances when we've got them and if we can keep doing that we'll we'll not be far away by the end of the season. Sea Watch with the Isle of Man Steam Packet Company. Motor vessel Mainsman left Hisham at six minutes past two. She'll be in uh, well, she's in the bay now and we'll be into Douglas Harbour in the next ten minutes or so. Departing this evening at a quarter to eight, arriving in Hesham at half past eleven. The overnight departure two fifteen, back to Douglas at six tomorrow morning, and uh, Saturday morning's departure eight forty-five. Manxman heads to Hesham. Follow the Steam Packet on Twitter for the latest sailing information. A Ramsey man who crashed into an elderly pedestrian has been banned from driving for 12 months at Douglas Courthouse, Siobhan Fletcher. Simon Christopher Wade of Clifton Drive caused serious bodily harm after pulling out from a parking space on West Quay on the 23rd of August last year. The 64-year-old failed to see the man, who was in his 80s, crossing the road with his dog and drove over his ankle. It broke and had to be screwed and set, leaving him in hospital for a week. At Douglas Courthouse, Wade admitted driving without due care and attention. The court heard he'd told police the blame should be split 60-40, adding he'd seen the pedestrian walk into traffic without looking on a previous occasion. Wade's advocate told the court his client had shown a serious level of remorse, adding Mr Wade accepts responsibility for the incident. Fining Wade £1,650 and ordering him to pay prosecution costs, Deputy High Bailiff Rachel Braidwood noted that the incident was towards the lower end of the scale, but that the injury was significant. She also told took into consideration that he had stopped to help the pedestrian immediately and was fully cooperative with police. It's inattention, in effect, as you've been coming out of a parking space, she added. Wade was also ordered to pay £1,000 in compensation and he'll also have to take and pass an extended driving test. Manx Radio Business Briefing. At 16 minutes before six, super dry shares rocketed today after its chief exec Julian Dunkerton is considering making an offer for the business of the fashion brand and is currently in talks with potential sources of finance. Shares in Superdry had already surged yesterday and early today after it emerged that Norwegian alternative investment fund for Seagull had taken a 5.3% stake. And for a full daily market report, go to RamseyCrookall.com. Abandoning VAT-free shopping for international tourists lost the UK £11.1 billion. Analysis for the Centre of Economics and Business Research revealed that the UK government's policy of rejecting VAT-free shopping for tourists has put off 2 million foreign visitors a year from holidaying there. UK business leaders have written a letter to the Chancellor of the Exchequer, Jeremy Hunt, raising concerns about the detrimental impact of the on the economy, emphasising the need to reinstate tax-free shopping in his March budget, especially with the Paris Olympics looming. Among the 400 signatories are chief execs of the Royal Opera House, Burberry, Harvey Nichols, Jimmy Choo and the designer Sir Paul Smith. Luxury retailer Mulberry recently 
recently blamed a revenue slump to uh, the tax, having shut down its store in London's popular with tourists location, Bond Street, in 2023. The Stock Market Report, brought to you by Ramsey Crookall. UK and European stocks gave up much of Friday's gains by early afternoon. The US dollar index jumped, oil dipped slightly, and gold slipped as the dollar and yields jumped following strong US non-farm payrolls report. The numbers from Ramsey Crookall at the close in London, Ramsey Crookall reporting uh, down nine hundredths of a percent, almost a tenth of a percent at 7,615. The DAX in Frankfurt up three-tenths of a percent at the close at 16,905. Short time ago in New York City, the Dow Jones Industrial up two-hundredths of a percent, 38,526. The NASDAQ Tech Stocks Index up one and a third of a percent at 15,564. The S&P 500 in Chicago up eight-tenths of a percent at 4,944. In the exchange markets, the British pound sterling trading at one US dollar, 26.3 cents, one euro, 17.1 cents, and 23 South African rand, 90.1 cents. In commodities, gold's down nine-tenths of a percent at $2,035 per troy ounce, and a barrel of Brent crude down one and a half percent at $77.58. You've got an investment plan? Yeah, Mike set it up. But don't you need loads of money to do that? Not this one. It's called Cheerwater from Ramsey Crookall, and you pay in monthly as little as £100. So it's like saving regularly, really helping us invest in the future for a house of the kids' education. £100 a month? I could easily do that. You should. The sooner you start, the better. Invest in your future with as little as £100 a month. Shearwater from Ramsey Crookall, the island's investment specialist for 75 years. Call 717171 or visit ramseycrookall.com. Licensed and regulated by the Isle of Man Financial Services Authority. Of Man Water Sports. Weather with Manx Glass and Glazing. Here's the relevant information. If you're sailing, kayaking, windsurfing, paddleboarding, sea swimming, diving, or surfing this weekend, sea temperature is 9 degrees Celsius. The wind for tomorrow, west southwesterly, force 4 or 5, wave height 1 to 1.3 meters, down to 0.6 to 0.9 meters, wave period 3 to 4 seconds, high tide is 4.50 pm just before sundown. And for Sunday, the wind is southwesterly, force 5 to 7, wave height 0.9 to 1.2 metres, up to 1.8 to 2.3 metres, wave period 3 to 4 seconds, then 4 to 5 seconds. High tides, 5.30am, 6.05pm. Manx Glass and Glazing are proud to be an approved contractor with Construction Isle of Man. Call the team on 674-573 or visit the showroom on the Snugborough Trading Estate. This is the most listened to Isle of Man news source. And Manx Radio's update is the Isle of Man's most downloaded news podcast. Ireland residents were cheated out of more than £850,000 by scammers in 2023. The shocking statistic is highlighted in a report by the Cyber Security Centre. The threat report lists some of the eye-watering figures lost to a range of online scams, including £130,000 lost to investment scams, over 19000 lost to text message scams, and £12,000 to romance scams. Director of Cyber Security is Mike Hayward. One of the reasons for publishing the 
the report was perhaps to bring home the size of the problem um, and also to highlight that these are only the figures that we've had reported to us. So in actual fact, the real figure could be much higher in terms of um, issues that people have faced that we're not aware of. I suppose a lot of people might be too embarrassed to actually admit that they've fallen for scams. Yes, I, I do think that that, that can be an issue. Uh, and again, by publicising it this way and, and showing some examples of what has happened to local residents, hopefully we can do something to sort of take away that, that embarrassment factor to sort of say this could happen to anybody and it's not a reason to be embarrassed. It would seem that many warnings we hear about scams online aren't necessarily getting through, but in reality, the scammers are often very, very sophisticated. Yes, and that, that is one of the things that is is, is probably concerning as the most and that each year the scammers do become more sophisticated um, and it, it is less and less easy to spot some of the scams um, and you know that's another reason linking back to your question about embarrassment where it's not necessarily something where you could go well I should have spotted that these these types of attack are very clever often and um, and they they prey on a few key things such as creating a sense of urgency or appearing to come from a trusted source where your your defenses are lowered slightly and maybe you're not expecting that this isn't who you think it is. Manx Radio Sports. Fast of I, sports editor Rob Pritchard. Fast of I, good evening. Starting with football and the first round proper of this year's ECAP FA Cup takes centre stage among the Isle of Man fixtures taking place tomorrow. Eight ties will be taking place across the island, all getting underway at 1.30pm. There's also one rearranged first round tie in the GH Call at Woods Cup, kicking off at the same time. Elsewhere, there's nine matches across DPS Limited Division 2 and the two combination leagues taking place. They'll all start at the slightly later time of 2.30. Meanwhile, Douglas will be looking to keep up their recent excellent form when they travel to Burnage in the regional 2 Northwest in Saturday's rugby fixtures. The Manx side have won their last five on the bounce and beat Burnage on home soil earlier this season. The latest meeting between the two at 2.15pm tomorrow afternoon is on an artificial 5G pitch. Manx Radio's rugby correspondent Dave Christian thinks that will be an advantage to the island squad. On 5G, the firm footing no mud is going to play into Douglas's hands a little bit. When the two teams played at Portishee, Douglas had a big win. That was due to Portishee at that time being firm and dry if we've got those sort of conditions which we're guaranteed to get on a 5G surface it could well be a game for Douglas there will also be one game in the Ravenscroft Manx Shield tomorrow as Ramsey hosts Castletown at Morag Park also at 2.15 and two top of the table clashes in the men's and ladies Premier Leagues in Manx hockey are among the standout ties in the sport this Saturday one of those big games sees two of the men's Premier League's top sides Valkyries A and leaders Vikings A face off at 2pm at QE2 in Peel tomorrow Manx Radio's hockey correspondent Ben Cunningham says this is a fix he expects to showcase top standards. They've both got such a great squad and it could just come down to one piece of magic. I reckon this game isn't going to decide the league, but it could be crucial towards the end of the season. You can see a full schedule of tomorrow's hockey fixtures at manxradio.com. Manx Radio Travel, driven by Keyside Tyres and Service Centre. Inbound at Ronaldsway, there's a delayed charter coming in from Finland from Enotecchio via Newcastle. Should have been in at 3 o'clock, will be in at 6 tonight. Uh, then it's the 5.25, Logan Air from Manchester came in a couple of minutes earlier. The half past seven EasyJet from London, Gatwick, is showing on time. The 5.28, Logan Air from Liverpool, showing on time. The returning patient transfer and the 8 o'clock, Logan Air from London City, all showing on time. Uh, outbound tonight, uh, the quarter past five EasyJet to Liverpool went okay. Six o'clock, Logan Air to Liverpool's on time. And then the EasyJet, eight o'clock, back to London, Gatwick, all showing on time. 
On the roads, temporary lights on Circular Road at Westmoreland Road in Douglas are for Church Street Junction for fire hydrant replacement. Temporary lights at the bottom of Summer Hill in Douglas for gas repairs. And also some lights on Victoria Road near Linden Grove for work on the road service. Hillside Avenue through to Circular Road's closed for window replacement on an adjacent office building. A section of Switzerland Road Douglas closed for construction work till November this year and still got those lights on Lord Street, I know, between the bus station and Duke Street for scaffolding work. In Colby, phase closures on the Ballakill Ferry Road for water main works. Temporary lights on King Edward Road between Gradle and the A2 for trial pit work. Key and Drockard Road in Andrews closed in phases for water main work. Closures on the Ballalai Road south of Kirk Michael for water main work. Temporary lights at the bottom of the Ballamoda at the Grenoble Road Junction for patching work. Serby Mill Road north of Port Aaron's closed for drainage work. Temporary lights in Peel on Ramsey Road near Battery and for cable work. And temporary lights at West Kimmerick Road in Bride for ditching work. Ask how you can spread the cost interest free at Keyside. Update brought to you by Simcox Advocates. And also, just checking the matrix signs, no problems heading towards the mountain road denoted by the matrix signs. Are you thinking of buying or selling a property this year? According to a Manx estate agent, the property market is stirring again after a quiet end to 2023. From Harmony Homes, Paul McCard says the year's got off to an encouraging start, though most of the interest has been from Manx people seeking to move within the island. Glad to say it's a bit more uh, prosperous looking uh, going into this year. Obviously, interest rates are still um, the key. They've got stability now. They're saying they've got stability for Q1, Q2, Q3, and even in Q4, dropping down below 5%. So hopefully with that, it will give a bit of um, impetus to the market. Spring is always a key time and a key indicator for the housing market. What do you think is likely this year? Are you positive? I am positive, yeah. Come February, people sort of come uh, above the parapet and sort of feel right interest rates are stable now hopefully jobs uh, are have got more certainty so yes people will start to look and move and, and and see what's out there prices wise basically is down to the motivation of the seller if they have to or they need to obviously prices are key for a sale and somewhat some some you know within their region there's been the percentage of of sellers having to reduce their price it's mainly local or worse certainly our practice is mainly local people People downsizing, people upsizing also. But yes, no, it's local. And finally, Paul, of course, it's not just about sales. There's also the rental letting market. Um, is that strong or, or have you seen any impact on that? Yeah, no, the rental market definitely remains strong. There's more um, there's more demand and supply at the moment and stock is the main problem. For So yes, certainly rental-wise, strong. That's it for update tonight. Compiled from the resources of Manx Radio's news department. Thanks. Newsreader Siobhan Fletcher, producer Amy Griffiths. Uh, the boat is in. The Manxman is now going his turn onto the link span after the news at 6. Friday's fault with Rob Pritchard. Greatest sits with Chris Kinley at 6.30. That's it from Andy. Back on Monday at 5.30. Have a terrific weekend. W. I.